Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Isai, this is Rabbi Falk speaking to you not only from Telstone but from Neve Tzion. I'm sitting in Neve Tzion speaking to you on the Neve Tzion podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kisiso. In Parsha's Kisiso we have one of the most tragic chapters in the history of the Jewish people. The Cheta Ego, the sin of the golden calf. It was so severe that a Kodesh Baruch Hu says to Moshe, I see who Klai Yisrael are, and they are a stiff-necked people. Allow me, leave me. Allow me to annihilate the people, and I will make you my nation in place of Klai Yisrael. Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to, to give up on Klai Yisrael. And instead, Moshe Rabbeinu should be the continuation of Klai Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu davens and pleads and begs the Kaddish Baruch Hu, please forgive Klai Yisrael. And finally, Moshe Rabbeinu says to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, He says, either forgive them, the ayin, if you won't forgive them, Erase me from your Torah. Fire me. Take me out of the picture. I will not be the leader of Christ anymore. Rabbi Nachem Mendel Mikotz says, I don't understand. What is it going to help if Moshe resigns? What is it going to help if a Kodesh Baruch Hu takes Moshe Rabbeinu out of the Sefer Torah if he's no longer the leader? How is that going to help to be machapro on this terrible hate. Moshe Rabbeinu is what he's going to leave, he's going to resign now at the time when Klau Yisrael needs him the most. The Kotzker says that the there are three Misholim that the, the Duvna Magid said that he says they're Mamish Emes. He says one of them is about this chapter in Jewish history. The Duvna Magid says a Moshele Ma'adav he says there was a king, a very powerful king, and the king had one of his ministers that he loved very, very much. He was very close with this minister, and this minister was very, very influential. And this minister had a relative who being that his 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 relative was so connected to the king, being that this relative had a a minister who was his relative. So he did all kinds of things that weren't 100% proper. He started off doing little things, little illegal acts, and then it got worse, and then it got worse. And he always knew, I have nothing to worry about because my relative, my uncle, is a minister in the king's government and he will take care of me. He'll protect me. He'll be a melitiosha for me. Finally, this relative did something that was so bad that the uncle said, I can't, I can't. I just can't defend this. I can't let this pass. And he went to the king, and the king wanted to prosecute that relative for the terrible thing that he had done. And the minister said to the king, don't prosecute him. It's my fault. It's my fault, because he's really a good person. But because he realized that I was in the government, and he realized that I had influence, and I would be able to forgive him, so then he started slacking off. And he started behaving wrong. He started doing things that were wrong. Fire me. Take away my position. 
and then you'll see that this person will be very good. The Dovna Magid said that Moshe Rabbeinu was willing to be mevater, willing to give up everything that he had as the leader of Klaistro. And he said, Mecheni no misifracha, erase me. Because Klaistro had become so used to relying on me that whenever anything goes wrong, whenever in the history of the Jewish people something went wrong, Moshe Rabbeinu davened and pleaded to Kaddish Baruch Hu and asked for forgiveness and he saved them. And Moshe Rabbeinu says to Kaddish Baruch Hu, if you will erase me from your safer, if I won't be here anymore, then you'll see the Kaisro will be Gavaldic. They won't rely on me and they'll be good. They'll reach tremendous levels. Please don't destroy them. Take me out. Mecheni no misifracha. Rabbi Isai, unbelievable. The, the, the heart and the love that Moshe Rabbeinu had for Klai so he was willing to be erased from the Sefer Torah. Remove me from Klai Yisrael in order to save Klai Yisrael. But Rabbi Yisrael, I think there's a very important lesson that we can learn from this Duvna Magid. I think many times we rely on all kinds of zgulas. And if, I, if someone's sick, so I go to a tzaddik and I get the tzaddik to daven for me. And that's a good thing. We should go to a tzaddik to daven for us. But a person has to realize that he can't take that responsibility that is really upon him and defer and place it on someone else. We love zgulas, we love running to tzaddik, and we love brachas. But the most important thing is that we should take responsibility for ourselves. We should make sure that we're doing what's right. We should be learning. We should be doing mitzvahs. We should be doing chesed. We should pour out our hearts when we need something from a Kaddish Baruch not just to run to a tzaddik. Yes, it's wonderful. You should get a bracha from a tzaddik. But the most important thing is that we do tshuva. And we do what's right, and we pour out our hearts to a Kaddish Baruch Hu not to rely on someone else. If we do that, a Kaddish Baruch Hu will open up his arms and take us in, because a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's what he wants from us. He doesn't want us to rely on tzaddikim, he doesn't want us to rely on zgulas. He wants us to, with our hearts and with all of our strengths, to do the greatest avoidance Hashem that we possibly can do. That's Zemashani Shoh Mi That's what a Kurdish Baruch asks from us.